Welcome to the Unity of the Valley Spiritual Center podcast featuring Reverend Dahlia Adams. You may visit us online at unityvacaville.org or you may visit us in person at 350 North Orchard Avenue in Vacaville, California. And now here is Reverend Dahlia Adams. Welcome. My name is Reverend Dahlia Adams, and I am honored to be here with you today. Human beings, people, are very comfortable and at home with ritual. If you look at cultures all around the world, if you look back in history, if you look at indigenous cultures, Western American cultures, European cultures, Asian cultures, wherever you look and see human societies, there are rituals. There are practices that are repeated within cultures, within spiritual traditions. And in the Christian tradition, there is a ritual or a month-long practice, a little bit over a month, of honoring the coming of the light. And there are other traditions that honor the coming of the light. This is the, the deepest part of winter is now over, and the light is coming. The days are getting longer and brighter. Our souls are... Um, re-emerging, the life of our souls is re-emerging. We're embracing the light that is outside of us and the light that is within us. And in the Christian tradition, the season or this period of time that we have rituals around the coming of the light is Advent. And we celebrate four Sundays of Advent and in the Christian tradition, it is a, a season of preparation for spiritual rebirth. A season of preparation for a new spiritual beginning. Another way of understanding the season of Advent and the rituals that go with it is it's a season of awakening to the Christ. And the Christ is the life of God that is within us. It was perfected according to tradition in the Christian stories. The Christ was perfected in Jesus. He lived the fullness of the Christ's presence. But he also taught us to be as he was, to do as he did, and to know the presence of God within us the way he did. So for, for Christians or for those who follow the teachings of Jesus, Advent becomes a season of awakening not only to the outer light, but the light of the Christ that shines within us. And rituals are wonderful because they help us remember truth. They help us anchor to what's most important in our lives. They help us remember who we are. Because we can spend an entire lifetime living very superficially. 
allowing our ups and downs to be completely determined by what's happening outside of us. And sometimes that can feel wonderful, but other times it can feel like we're being battered by circumstances. When we remember to go within, to become centered and to remember who we are, when we take time to awaken to that light, that light of God, the light of the Christ that is always shining within us, we begin living from the inside out. We live from the spiritual power that is within us. We live from the truth of who we are and what we are. And we are less vulnerable to what's going on around us. So in the season of Advent, there are four qualities or ways of being that are celebrated. The first is faith, and the second is peace. The third is love, and the fourth is joy. And as we awaken to the Christ light, we awaken to a stronger faith. We awaken to a deeper peace. We awaken to the infinite power of love that lives within us. And we awaken to joy, to the ever new joy that is the presence of God. But as these qualities or ways of being are gifts of awakening to that Christ light, but they are also pathways to awakening to the Christ light. So faith becomes a pathway to awakening. But as we awaken, our faith deepens. When we choose peace in difficult circumstances, it is a pathway to awakening to that Christ light. But as we claim that Christ consciousness, our experience of peace deepens and strengthens. And the same with love and with joy. So today we are focusing on peace. You know, and peace is so precious. It is so, so precious. And we don't even need to have huge things happening to appreciate how precious it is. But in our world today, in times like these, if you will, there is so much happening in our world that calls for us to choose peace, to stand strong in that peace that lives within us. If you turn on the news, you see scenes of war and gunfire and protests and volcanoes erupting and flooding and storms and all sorts of things that take us to the brink of our capacities to endure. And if in the midst of all of that, we can capture that experience of peace, if in the midst of all of that, we can find moments where we remember that there is something amazing that is the truth of our being, if we can remember that the very light of God shines through us, 
then somehow we walk through those difficult situations differently. We stand stronger. We feel like we can handle what is before us. We bring peace to that which is around us, to others. So would be one way to respond is to say, well, all of this that is going on is way too much. I give up. But that only makes it worse than then we're fully at the mercy of that which is around us. When we choose peace even in the midst of that, when we take time to remember who we are in the midst of that, the quality of our life and our presence with others becomes different. And it doesn't even have to be that bad. Uh, yesterday morning, I, I started a process that's ongoing to some extent still. I had a, a credit card stolen. And whoever it was was having a wonderful shopping spree in many, many different stores. And somehow in the midst of that, I was working up a good fret. I was working up a good panic, and there was a moment. I was breathing, and I remembered to notice my breath, and I paused, and I remembered that even in that, there was the presence of God, and that there was something amazing about the truth of who I was. And the issues continued, and I continued to handle them, and I continued to have to wait for someone to help me for 48 minutes. But the experience was different. I had found peace in the midst of it. Now, I'm not saying I was peaceful every single second, but I had found that peace, and I could come back to it over and over and over again. And I know that's really small compared to the wars and the flooding and the volcanoes. But it's the same idea in either case. Teresa of Avila, a mystic from the 16th century, she was a great reformer. She changed her world. She fought corruption. But she also was deeply devoted to her prayer practice, to her own experience of the presence of God. And one of the prayers that she wrote go, begins with, let nothing disturb you, nothing affright you. All things must change, but God changes not. So it's remembering that as the credit card fraud is continuing, there is something changeless in that moment. And that's the truth of what God is, the truth of who I am, and that doesn't change. That's eternally reliable. In the book of Psalms, chapter 4, verses 7 to 8, I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. There is a safety in knowing the truth of our own being. There is a safety in identifying with the presence 
that is behind and underneath every earthly experience that we might have. In times of meditation, sometimes we experience that sense of presence. And there is a safety, a certainty that comes with that. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So there is a deep compassion in those words, a recognition that sometimes this human experience is just not easy. But whatever might be happening, that if we come to that Christ light, if we live in the consciousness of the Christ, then there is rest and peace and safety for our souls. Jesus also is quoted as saying, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. It is not as the world gives that I give to you. Do not let your heart be troubled, and do not let it be afraid. And that's from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. So the peace that we're talking about, the peace that comes from the divine presence that lives through us, is a peace that is not dependent on the circumstances of the world. It is that peace that comes from God, from the very truth of who we are in the presence of God. In psychology, I was, I'm a retired clinical psychologist. When we were training, there was an emphasis in our work when we were working with people, whether regardless of what the clinical situation may have been, it was for us to be the non-anxious presence. So to meet with someone and to be present for someone and to be in that experience of our own peace, to not get caught up in the very real threats sometimes that people face and not get caught up in the dangers or the ominous possibilities, but to remain in the present moment and to be a non-anxious presence no matter what may be going on, even as we acknowledged all of those circumstances, even as we empathized with how hard it can be to still be the non-anxious presence. Those are the clinical words, but I think essentially we were being taught to stand in our peace as we are available for others. Non-anxious presence captures what I've been mentioning throughout, that there is a presence within us. There is a presence, an inner presence that is an experience of the divine presence, and it is our own experience of who we are. It is 
kind of the medium through which we have the experience of oneness with God. In unity, we talk about only one presence, one power. And presence defined by dictionaries, if you go and do a search on Google or um, some other program, presence is the condition of being present, of actually being there. It's also a condition of having an impressive bearing characterized by poise and confidence. So when we are coming from that inner presence, other people experience us as being present. Other people experience us as being poised and confident. An impressive presence. People notice that presence. People notice when that presence is non-anxious or it is a presence of peace. Another definition that is given for presence is the divine spirit that is spelt, felt to be present. So when we are choosing peace, when we center in that presence within us, it is that divine spirit that we are experiencing, standing in, and presenting to the world. In some ways, we can think of this presence that is the presence of peace. The presence of the divine is the same as the I am that we experience when we go deeply into the truth of who we are. When we are in that experience of the I am, the true meaning of that. I am a child of God. I am an, an expression of the divine. I am the peace of God. I am the love of God expressing when we are in that, that I am experience. Again, we are that presence of peace and of love. We are in our spiritual power, if you will. And we know that whatever the circumstances are, that those circumstances cannot take that away from us. And we are able to grab hold of moments of peace. The Dalai Lama said, we can never obtain peace in the outer world until we make peace within ourselves. Our co-founder, Charles Fillmore, wrote, Peace, harmony, and tranquility derive from the awareness of the Christ consciousness. So the same idea, they're saying the same thing. It's not the outer stuff. It's that which is the, within us that is the source of our peace. Eckhart Tolle wrote, You find peace not by rearranging the circumstances of your life, but by realizing who you are at the deepest level. Again, the very same idea, we go deeply within ourselves and we find that peace that passes all understanding, that peace that we can rely on, that peace that is not at the mercy of circumstances.
Michael Singer, one of the spiritual teachers we've talked about and read and discussed in the past, wrote that a wise person remains centered enough to let go every time his or her energy shifts into a defensive mode. So when we shift into a defensive mode or an anxious mode or an angry mode, that's fine, that's human. I mean, stuff happens and that comes up. But then we have a choice whether to hold on to that defensive or angry or frightened mode, or if we will let go of that and claim that deeper truth of who we are. And so from the letters to the Philippians, chapter 4, verse 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So this ritual, this season of Advent is a period of time where we remember to claim our peace and to know that this peace is a peace that is of God and it is beyond what any circumstance could define. So it looks like it passes all understanding because who could possibly be at peace when their credit card is being stolen or who could possibly be at peace in the middle of a volcano or a flood, but people do it. And those are the heroes of our times. Those are the people that are that impressive presence, that non-anxious presence that makes such a big difference in life. And each of us can be that non-anxious presence for ourselves and for the world. There is a prayer of St. Francis that begins with, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. So we claim this peace not just for ourselves, but we become instruments or channels of that peace. And this is what we bring to all of the people in our worlds. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support this podcast, you may do so at unityvacaville.org.